Hello. Hello, how's it going? I'm doing well. What are you up to? Um, I'm in the call. <laughs> Excuse me. Well, you know, I'm just going to give you a heads up. It's already automatically recording. Oh, oh, didn't know that. So well, hey, like, guys. Yeah, my sister's not on yet. I don't know where she is. I know she messaged me earlier, and I don't even know. Oh, she she just clicked on it. I know if it's working. I, I sound like an old person. You know, you know what's funny, though? Um, I was watching a... a a show, what was it, like a like a, a quiz show? And they yeah. actually like research where the Bluetooth, like the, the, the actual, the symbol for Bluetooth is actually like a rune representation. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that before. But I don't remember, I, what is the rune? You, I just learned something since you just taught somebody something. I have seen the thing for the Bluetooth rune before. I just learned that juke joint you know, like blues and juke joints, blues and played in juke joints, you know, juke <clears throat> joints come from jukeboxes and then jukeboxes don't ask me which African country language it is, but juke as in music and dance. Mm. I learned that today. See, we just learned, we just teach, look at us, this is what happened when black people come together. We just learn a lot of stuff about the world. I know, now we gotta, we gotta quiz with my sister to find out what she learned today. We starting out the new year, quote unquote, new year with a bang. I am. Have Have you done your New Year's reflections? Reflections. You You don't take. Okay, I took a moment for myself to reflect on this previous year so that I could see who was I stepping into the new year with. Because I'm not gonna stay. I have no reason to stay up at midnight. Um. You so can. when I wake up <laughs> after midnight, <laughs> look, you, you, we at that point in our lives where it's like, look, I know what a new day look like. I don't need to stay up and see my clock turn. <laughs> Like, no, I mean the reason why I repeated it back to you because I was like reflections. That's deep. Like I had oh. never thought about reflections. Everybody else was talking about intentions, and you up here talking about reflecting. Okay, uh, I hear you. I'm listening. I, I look. I look when I come when I come to the the desk of Courtney Crossland. I just assume. <laughs> I just assume to bring. You know what I'm saying? I got I got what I, I got my my wood pipes. I got my copper pieces, and I come with I come with that ancestral energy. That's what I I, I show up as. Well, you know what? You, obviously, then you didn't see my post because I was already over there talking about like what new year y'all a month behind. Like in my head, I'm already in spring because just my, the way my body works is like after solstice, when I know that we're earning in a, a minute a day in sunlight, that that's my new year. I'm like, oh, it's go time. So I'm already in 2021. I respect that. See, you Afrofuturistic. I, we just got winter in Chicago, like literally yesterday. <laughs> so my well, body is winter, but we get an extra day of sunlight. I don't. I mean, I don't like the cold, but it's the sunlight that matters to me. Mm, it's the paycheck that matters to me. I get an extra day of paycheck. <laughs> so you I'm really just... took the whole week off? No. Well, so I'm in the art sector. So remember the art sector, when it comes to Christmas, New Year's and holidays, because mm -hmm. I mean, especially if you're teaching kids, like when they out of school, you out of work. Mm. Oh, there she is. Oh. Hey. Hi, I was She's telling you, I was trying to go, uh, join. Okay. Yeah, I can hear you guys fine. Can you hear me okay? You really can. Good. So we're already recording. Um, Will is already on. So I guess I'll go ahead and make an introduction really quick because you just missed some of the conversation, six minutes and 44 seconds, but who's counting? So, hey everyone, this is Courtney and I am here today with Chisa, 
with Habits and Lifestyles and Will with Grind and Grow Chicago. And my sister's late. And um, <laughs> well, actually, she might be on time because we were actually just talking about the new year. So on New Year's Eve, is today New Year's Eve? Yeah, today's New Year's Eve. He reflects. He doesn't do intention setting. He reflects. Well, no, decides on who, oh, I reflect and to plan. I, it's, it's ancestral based. So I look back so that I know where I'm going. So I'm reflecting on this year to know what my new year needs to be. Like, where are my goals? What do I need to work on? What would that new year look like? So I asked you about reflections. <laughs> you see how he's got to <laughs> well, I'm listening. I'm I'm just catching up. What y'all saying? <laughs> He's schooling me on like what reflections really mean from the ancestral point of view. I'm gonna start calling you Shaka. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, no, because I had a moment the other day when I was reminded of when I was at work or I was at a professional development, and this long story short, this dude was talking to me about God and he was, cause he, he's like, he goes to God for his things as a white dude. And, and he was like, I was like, Oh, well that's outside of my realm. I'm not Christian. And he was like, well, maybe you should start talking to God. And I was like, nah, when I want to you know know what I'm doing with my life, I look back at my ancestors, see what they did in, in related issues. <laughs> and then I make preparations in regards to that. And I don't think that white dude was ready for that response. Um, <laughs> can we go and can can I get a recording of this so I can like insert the like visual and the audio in here? <laughs> play by play. No, well, because he came up because Instagram tried to re refer me to him. It was like, yo, here's someone you should probably be meeting. I was like, who? Where's this white dude? How do I know him? And then that's where it came back. And so that moment is what kind of like lit my moment of reflections mm. because it's something that I, cause like that's, I feel like as black people, that's what we do. Like we, like, especially when you look at like this past year, we remember the names of people who have been affected by the police. Why? Because it's like, well, y'all don't care, but we do. So mm. we remember their names to remember their impact. So then when mm. we always talk about progress, we always look back about the historical figures, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, well, if Stucky Carmichael was getting followed by the CIA for just speaking truth, then I understand why there's not a lot of us speaking truth on that type of level because then we're now labeled through the FBI black extremists. So then you get to see like it's the same context, just a different day. Have I ever told, I don't think I've ever told anybody this. I've had the FBI come to one of my websites before back when I was like in that world, but that's a whole different story. But go ahead. I, that. I like that. I <laughs> <laughs> Have I mean, you ever had somebody from the FBI call you? Call me? Yeah, on your, you're on your phone. Uh, I mean, I think the FBI at best might just be like, because there have been times where I'm talking and all of a sudden you hear like somebody talking in the background, like very low. No, like you it'll come through. Heard. No, so like the caller ID number, it'll come through like all zero. Oh, no, I haven't had that happen yet. Oh, okay. And plus, you I'm see? black, so you know, I don't answer. <laughs> My she was like, no, "Oh, y'all talking?" I'm, about <laughs> I'm just she was like, "I was like, I'm not trying to be a part of this." <laughs> no, no, I'm just listening. She said, "That is not my name." Okay, so one of the things that came up early in the conversation is like he taught me. Well, he told me he learned something new today. I learned something new today. Have you learned anything new today? Um, no. <laughs> new, interesting, like oh, I didn't know that. Not yet. Oh, today is just getting started. Mm -hmm. So how's your day going? It's going good. 
you giving me answers like a like a kid. <laughs> like like you're being grilled by the FBI. I'm just listening to y'all. <laughs> well, you ain't here to listen. I mean, what are you calling? Are you trying to be Proctor right now? Uh uh-uh. uh. No, not at all. <laughs> Look, and then she gives me a uh-uh. <laughs> like, are, you, are you multitasking? Because it sounds like you might be cooking again. Like it sounds like. Oh you, you no, might... no, I'm not. Oh, okay. I'm just sitting. I'm sitting outside. Uh, no, I'm just listening to you two talk. Y'all know. I mean, Courtney, no, that's not my areas of, of specialty. So, uh, oh or my I God, don't. She talks I don't all subscribe. The time. No, I talk all the time. But to some of the things y'all saying, that's not my belief system. So I'm just listening. What belief system? What, what, wait. Okay. So wait. What? So you said subscribe. What do you mean by subscribe? I believe in God. I believe in Jesus too. Okay, <laughs> I believe in Jesus too. <laughs> so I mean, I respect. I, so I don't, and I do too. So I'm just listening to you guys. I'm in part. I would. Hey, I don't know who who. What side y'all want me to be on right now? Who can the most? No side. Oh, girl, that's what I was saying. Like, girl, you know, I don't. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. No. I don't pick a side either. I'm kind of just like, okay, yeah, I listen. But there was something that I was going to ask you, Will, when you were saying, oh, so I was thinking about it when you were talking about the exchange that you had with the gentleman that um, mm-hmm. you had the exchange with in your professional development class. I'm sure he learned something, you learned something. But I was thinking about it, I was like, okay, what are we going to talk about on our conversation? And one of the things that came up for me as I, or one of the questions that I was going to ask y'all, I was watching this documentary about Betty Davis and she's uh, Miles Davis. About what? Betty Davis. Oh, Miles Davis. Oh, Betty Davis. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. I got the wrong headset. Okay. Betty Davis, Miles Davis. She was married to Miles Davis, but she was like a funk. She was a, a, a musician, right? And that just disappeared off the face of the earth. And then, of course, somebody went looking for her. And then it's the documentary about her story. And she never really shows her face in the documentary. They don't get into details like what happened to her after she just disappeared up until the documentary or whatever. But one of the things that um, some of the clips that they got from the interview with her was her saying how people wanted her to change. They said that she was too funky. She was too nasty. She was too raw. She was too this. She was too that. And she was just like, I refuse to change, even though it was like an alter personality, but not really. And if y'all have never heard her music, it's real cool. But anyway, so I was just thinking, I was like, all the ways that we, um, how do I put this? Oh, do you by chance? Because I think like everything is going to eventually like be dismantled and what we know right now as like the world and the norms is going to be something completely different, even down to language. And this was coming into another documentary that I was watching this morning as it relates to blues, blues music and how um, messages and things were like that were encoded in lyrics and song and sound, so on and so forth. So my question to each one of you and Will, I'll ask you first and then choose so then you can answer if you have an answer. If you don't want to answer, then that's fine. What are some of the ways that you think we don't realize that we participate in um, respectability politics? And it doesn't have anything to do with race or anything like that. But because I think a lot of times when we talk about respectability politics, it goes, it, it associates itself with like race. But I think it can have anything to do with like the norm. Does that make sense? I mean, because my first response was going to be colonialization, um, mm-hmm. but that also has other inferences. Because <laughs> well, well, then what, what does colonialization mean to you? Because you know, I did this whole thing around colonizing, and for me, it doesn't necessarily have anything to do with race as it relates to white and black. It's just a mindset. Well, okay. So the reason I brought up colonial, colonialization is because 
when I look at culture, and and this is again like looking from an anthropological lens, it's like when you look at how cultures organize themselves, you you can see what they put forth their energy as far as respect. So I think so. I do understand like what you're saying, like as far as like how language is changing. Because if we even if we look at just like something as small as like like for me within my environment, like gen like gender prone like pronouns. Like mm -hmm. it's now being normalized, not just in the office that we work in, but also when we work with youth to say like, hey, let's play this game and we're going to go around and say our names, our pronouns, and then we'll do like this little thing. And so like normalizing non-binary gender practices, but then like re from my perspective, like it, when we talk about respectability po politics, I more so would, would love to cultivate an environment where about where it kind of reflects to like indigenous practices where it's like step one is self-actualization because if we as a as a society understand who you are we understand what we need how we need to meet you and then you can understand what you can reciprocate mm -hmm. um whereas opposed to like our current world order is always about individuality so it's it's always on the individual to be like it's like it's your responsibility to let us know who you are Whereas when you, because like the, and because this specifically brings up the um, higher Maslow's hierarchy of needs, mm -hmm. and then, yeah. um, and so like that that hierarchy of needs is re reflective of individuality. Whereas like there was an indigenous version released in in like as a counter argument saying that the first step of an individual is self actualization, mm -hmm. and so but that is more so. Uh, acknowledging socially that if we create and cultivate spaces where individuals understand who they are and 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 like and and we give them the space to cultivate their own identity, right. then we as a society get to go. Oh, okay, well now, like if somebody loved to be a trash man, they will be the best trash man you ever had. Why? Because they just like wake up and think about the dynamics of the intricacies of the trash system, and <laughs> like they just get yeah. super excited for it. Where opposed of now, it's kind of like we need somebody to take out the trash, and um, we don't really respect mm -hmm. this job. So we'll pay you this minimum wage kind of a deal to do it. You know what I'm saying? And then when yeah. they got like 12 years of trash, being a trash man, I don't know what the sanitation worker, right? Um, they try to go get a new job and it's like, well, you're not really qualified as opposed to like, well, tell me what made you really excited about trash. Like, dude, I just love, you know how your kidneys just remove things. It just made me think about that in a society. You know what I'm saying? Like that. So yeah. that's kind of how I look at those, those respectability politics where it's like, because we due to colonialization, We've cultivated a world that is primarily from the individual's perspective, kind of like how we all have a nose on the end of our face, but sometimes you can't even smell where your own breast ink. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's it's from that perspective is how we all live, whereas opposed to if we live in a society where it's like, hey, friend, I just want to pull you aside, just let you know. I noticed that your teeth, are, you know, a little bit, I just want you to, here goes some toothpaste. And I, you know what I'm saying? Like, it cultivates a space where you like have that. everybody looking out for each other. So that's that's my perspective. I like that. That was that was that was deep. And I really like that. And that key takeaway for me when you said that, I was because when you were saying it, I was thinking for people to get to that point, that self-actualization point, we have to have spaces for people to be able to do that. And then you brought it up because I think that's the key part. Right. Because right now there's not a lot of spaces for people to be able to cultivate and explore freely who they may be or who they want to be or what they're being called or, you know, vibing to. But that, but that was the purpose of art. That's why the government don't like art. 
Because <laughs> if you if you, if everybody figuring out who they are and how great they are, what you need the government for? Look, we do we want to go to the <laughs> So I like your answer, so we're gonna hold there. <laughs> so Chisa and I, I don't what do you want me to call you? I mean, can I call you Chief? in public no you can call me you can call me whatever i mean you can call me chisa that's fine um, but then i was like maybe she could try to me calling saying my sister because she's our own person and we're sitting here talking about oh, i don't no, want to colonize fine. you as my sister <laughs> like, <laughs> no 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 that's fine <laughs> but one um, of the things that you taught me and i like the language that you use and you shared with me the other day was misunderstood oh yeah and i think that kind of speaks to what he was saying yeah, no, I agree. But isn't isn't self actualization the highest um, level on the Mas- Maslow's hierarchy of needs? It is. It's the hardest one to get to. Maslow's pers- well, okay, so Maslow's perspective is focused on the individual, mm-hmm. whereas the the indigenous hierarchy of needs is focused on the community. And so I feel as if. I will say I do, like, my perspective is that they're two sides of the same coin, but when you consistently are teaching Maslow's version, it's always making mm-hmm. people learn about how do I feel? What do I yeah. need? How do I move through the world? Are you benefiting me? Like, that that's your perspective that you move, whereas opposed to when yeah. you learn the indigenous person, you're like, who am I? Yeah. What do I have? Well, like, the, I feel like there's a different train of thought. Yeah, I get that. And, and that's culture, right? Because that's what... They think individualized versus group and community. But I think that, so Courtney, you said you think some things are going to change. So I think that um, things are going to change, but not really. Like, I think certain structures will still stay in place just because it's what makes America, America. And they're, and that's just not going to change. Mm-hmm. I just feel like that's not going to change. Um, but I do think there are going to be certain changes. And I, and I agree. I think more people are going to start to look into, like, really what makes me happy. I think like, so COVID was inevitable. I just didn't know it was going to be COVID. It had to be something. If you look at history, you look at patterns, Mm -hmm. it was time for a recession. Uh, The last time it was the war. Now it's this. Okay. So right now people are, some people are still doing okay, but in two to three years, we're going to really feel the effects of it. So with that being said, I think COVID did open people's eyes to like, what's important to me? Like, is this job that I go to every day important or do I want to keep working from home? Do I want my kids to keep staying at, at, at home to do school? Or do I want to send them back to school? So I think like those will be some of the changes, but I think some things will remain the same, like the way that the government is set up, um, rules and laws, all of those things are definitely, I think personally are going to stay in place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think people will have some false hopes, but I think underneath it, everything is going to stay the same. Chief, what would you say the best part of 2020 was for you? I had a great 2020. 2020 was amazing. Um, Do you have one? I'm sorry, go ahead. uh, um, 2020 was just like, it was a um, effortless year. So Ooh. all of the work that I've done I'm snapping in the past. my fingers. Yes, I like that. I'm la- all that's a joke. So we have to tell him about the inside jokes. My sister hates open mics. And so anything I say that has to do with like an open mic, like snapping my fingers or something, she knows I'm being really funny. But that was oh, I, I picked up on that when I posted snaps and melanin on the post. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 2020 was a really effortless year. Like it was just good. For, like I'm not going to say for no reason, but it was mm-hmm. just good. Yeah. I like that effortless. So that that would be your one word for 2020. Mm-hmm. 
I like yeah, that. It was a really good year. So yeah, what so you, I think. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. No, no, no. That was it. That's all I had to say about that. <clears throat> well, I, I would love to say that 2020 was effortless, but uh, for me, 2020 was just—it was person. It was just—it was personal growth. Mm. Um, I don't. I. Don't, I, I started 2020 with like in a hustle mode because I had just launched my. I just launched Grind to Grow Chicago. Um, I was like, I had not only just launched that, but I also had, um, I had like two jobs. I was working like in a gymnastics center, a circuit school, and I was getting ready for a circuit show. And then as 2020 happened, um, if it really, it forced me to sit still. And I literally, like I had just moved into my current spot in like December of 2019. And because I was sitting still, I literally had to go through a lot of internal, like I was going through internal baggage. I was going through literal baggage. Like I was, uh, I even was like cleaning out my closet and I found out I was moving stuff from college and I ain't been to college since 2015. <laughs> so 2020 for me was literally, uh, it's, it, it's focus was literally just recalibration um, because how I started and how it's ending, um, it's, it, it's, it's, I mean, it had to, I do agree with you that, you know, she did like, it had to happen. It was inevitable. Yeah. But I think that, you know, but for me, I think that it, it's a time of like rebirth because I think we, we know that what we're doing, I mean, not just as individuals, but also as like a nation, as a culture, like we know it don't work. And what I've heard from a lot of different people is just like a lot there's a lot of different entrepreneurs that are butting up there are a lot of different artists that are butting up and so for me like 2020 was literally going it was self-actual it's, it's working on self-actualization it's literally working on like do you know who you are do you know all that you that the, all the gifts and skills that you own okay what happens if you master yourself um yeah. and i don't want to because i like people always want to paint this picture of like personal growth and development, like sitting in your bathtub with candles lit, you know what I'm saying? You know, just like, just mm -hmm, having yeah. it, like, oh, self-care day. But it's like, nah, it's, it's, I would equate it to like, it's ugly. yeah, it, it, I feel like it's the first few steps. Of like, ugly. You know, yeah. It, I, <laughs> like, I, every time, like, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's just a lot of, it's, it's, it's beauty in the horrid, like, transition from yeah. a lower vibration to a higher vibration um and so yeah 2020 for me was it, it's a lot about like just recalibration if i had to say a word just recalibration and and, and the fact knowing that i it started it ain't gonna stop and i ain't got no choice but to keep moving forward because the the worst thing you want to do is take five steps forward and fall back 20. yeah agree what's your one word courtney mm -hmm. ha ha <laughs> that would be two words Ha, he, he. <laughs> I told you. Um, honestly, it was, you know, I hadn't really thought about it until one of the twins, um, and I think it was Craig, he said, I think it was like around June when people realized that they weren't going to get out, that this wasn't going to be over by June. And he said something on his post, and I, I responded, and he says, You've been preparing to see, he's been knowing me from like back in the day, right? Mm -hmm. And he was like, you've been preparing for this for the last 10 years. I was like, yep. I was like, I'm unfazed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so yeah. it was more for me, it was just kind of like, I don't know. I think it was more of like watching myself, like 
everything and I, now that I'm saying it I kind of have like some sympathy for people because it's like this last 12 10 to 12 years of my life was what a lot of people went through just this one year mm-hmm. you know and so that was so a lot the sympathy I don't know. No, (laughs) no, that's not my word. I mean, I said right now, looking back, I can say that I, I, if I think of it like that now that I'm thinking of it like that, it would be like, wow, it was some sympathy because that's some heavy shit for some people who just was like, you know, not ready. So my one word, I mean, ooh, one word would be Let's go. I mean, and that's not one word, but it would just be like, show let's go. Not, is it? It's show not. Not. But it's just a, like, show. a lot of times. Show. <laughs> show enough? Shame on. Shame on. I feel like your one word should be celebrate. I feel like you should celebrate yourself. Yeah. Because I, do. I feel like, yeah. I do. I feel like you know you did all the work ahead of time, and now you just kind of wasn't, like you said, you were, or it could be unbothered. <laughs> Unbothered, and I did everything. say that I was like, well, you know, because our um, cousin had asked, "What's that one word that? Uh, what are you trying to be in? Um, you know, 2020?" And I was like, "Unbothered," and she started laughing, and I was like, "For real, like I'm just like unbothered, like." And a sigh of relief. I woke up one morning, and I was really like, at this point, I'm just like. I can tackle anything. <laughs> like nothing is nothing phases me. Like I have absolutely no fear. And then I thought, well, the one thing that would probably just really just hurt my um my will and my spirit is like I don't, you know, I don't like being sick. So and luckily our family, like we're pretty blessed when it comes to like not having illnesses or anything. But I just really hate that vulnerable feeling when it comes to being sick. I'm putting that out in the universe. You don't need to teach me a lesson. I recognize that. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. Uh, That awareness has been brought to me. So I am, I'm blessed and I'm looking excited. But um, yeah, I think this has been a really interesting year. A lot, and just unreal. I think just like a lot of unreal stuff. You just be like, wow, like that really happened. So yeah, it's just, and you know we have weird sense of humors, and so it's been funny in a sense, and funny not like laughing at people, but like wow, that really happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Did you That's set good. any intentions? Me mm-hmm, for twenty twenty one. No, I stopped like doing that a while ago. Like, so I don't do vision boards anymore. I don't set goals. If anything, I'll set a new. Ha- I'll create a new habit. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's it. But no, not yet. Um, as far as is what Will said, um, the reason why I think 2020 was easier for me too, because of the year that he had. Well, like you were saying, Courtney, you've been doing this for so long. So I've been doing so much inner work since 2015 when I started Habits and Lifestyles. But last year was really the year where I like really got my freedom papers. <laughs> freedom. <laughs> I got freedom. It was a hard year, so 2020 was easy because I did a lot of that stuff last year too. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's like, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. but you know, it's a lot for people who hadn't even started that, and like they were just thrown into it, like really having to figure stuff out. But it's also just been really nice, like watching people really saying, "Wow, I thought I wanted to do this, and I put this on hold, and I did, you know, the right quote unquote right thing." And now I'm I'm figuring out that I can actually make a living by being a painter or whatever. Like those, I love seeing those stories. But 
I think I think people didn't really have the opportunity because like I I feel like a lot of people don't have the opportunity. And when I look at my own pers- perspective, like like I've been working technically since I was eight. Like my my <laughs> my parent was an entrepreneur, so they had a restaurant. So you know when your when your parents on their own. You, I was a restaurant kid. Wow, I so, even have more respect for you because you know I was always I dated a restaurant dude, and every I, ever since then I was like that's the hardest damn job. Ain't no way in the world. But but here's the, but here's the thing though, like I imagine being a child of an entrepreneur, but not being taught directly about entrepreneurship from that parent. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So for me, it's like even though I've been technically working since I was eight. I mean, and as soon as I got the ability to work when I was 14 or 14, 15, like I I hit the thing. But there's not a lot, like a lot of I feel like a lot of us don't get the opportunity to just stop and pause. And so I feel like mm-hmm. this was the first time in a very long time that America just stopped. Like the econ- the, the economy shut down. You couldn't go to work. You didn't. But a lot, and 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 for some of us, we were able to stop because there was a moment of let me figure it out. Mm-hmm. And then for others, I think it was a little bit more chaotic because, you know, the rent didn't stop, bills didn't stop, and so I think there, yeah. I think there was just a larger group of people that had that opportunity to go. Do I want to go get that job again, or do I want to go, like, take this unemployed? Like, do I want to take this COVID unemployment? You know what I'm saying? So I feel like there was a lot more opportunity in the in the halting of how we did things. See, I have a different um, mindset. My mindset is <laughs> you take the opportunity and I don't believe like people will tell me and see, I think I'm the, I'm the poster child. You can't tell me you can't. It's always an, a choice of you just won't. Yes. But, there will be repercussions. There will be repercussions. It's literally like, yeah, you might end up homeless under a bridge, but that just means that you won't like, you don't want to. <laughs> Cause like I was a mom with a child. There was no opportunity. Like I didn't win the landfall of money. It was just like, I'm not happy. And I'm not happy and I refuse to be unhappy. So what do I, what is making me unhappy? I need to eliminate this from my life and but, go on a journey I, and figure out what makes me happy. But you are unique though. Well, thank I'm, you. But I think that's my thing though. I think everyone is, and it's great that people found the opportunity, but I'm gonna shut up. But yeah. No, no, no. I, th- I think you are unique. What I mean by that is like, you are unique in the fact that not everyone has that revolution. Cause I use, being, I mean, y'all know being intelligent and black in a world that we live in is very difficult at times. I, I assume y'all know that. You know what I'm saying? And just be, and, and one of the hardest <laughs> lessons. Wait, I have one, to laugh. Wait, why, Tisa, why are you giggling? He's like, I'm, I don't know. He's just like, I'm assuming. Because no, the, the, the way that y'all talking right now, I assume you've had moments where y'all have just been like, Lord, Father in heaven. Give me the strength. Here's what's funny. So, see, okay, so since we're kind of on the topic of opportunity, right, and having being intelligent and black, I'll tell you, this is a moment where I realized that it is a setup, right? So, Chi, I woke up this morning and I was thinking about, do you remember that time I had to go to court and we were in the courthouse and the judge held me? And because, do you remember that, the one downtown? And he did what? What did the judge or she? What did they do? It was, girl, it was that rough year when CPS came to the house and everything. Okay, but before you go really quick on, (laughs) now I got to interrupt you. Well, look, I got you. I was on the phone with my best friend yesterday and I said, look, I said, sis, I said, I'm so glad it's not 2008. She said, what year you say? She said, let me tell you about 2008. I said, girl, I said, girl, girl, (laughs) like glory be because 2008 to, you already know, this is probably the year you're talking about. I suppose it is, isn't it? <laughs> it was rough with the capital F and R and everything between. 
It was R U F F. Well, okay, so we kind of have to catch, and maybe it was a, I don't, yeah. <laughs> like, I feel said. like we need to take care of mama for the rest of our lives just because of it. Yeah, we had some rough patches. But you know what, though? It's so it's funny you say that. So I think it was maybe a collective thing between black women or whatever, but 2016 was another year that black women was going through it. So, mm. well, yeah, 2008 was rough. But to give you an idea, so opportunity and where somebody like told me I was crazy for doing what I was doing and like literally was like, I'm gonna, what did she tell me? What did they hold you in contempt of court? Mm-hmm. So I was going through this custody battle will with my son's father or whatever, right? And so my mom, I was just like, I can't put her through this. So my sister decided that she was going to go to the courthouse with me because I just needed some support there. So I'm literally sitting in this old-ass courthouse, like out of law and order. It's the judge, my son's father, and his grandmother, and, and my sister, and I'm up on the, on the stand or whatever, right? And they're telling me how I'm a bad mother because, like, I'm traveling. And then the judge gets to the point where she's asking me, well, what do you do for a living? And I was just like, well, I'm location independent. I'm a social media manager. And she was like, well, where's your business base? <laughs> so I remember trying to explain to her, I don't need a brick and mortar. She was like, so you don't have a business address? And I was like, no. Like she's, And I remember sitting there looking at my sister, right? Because like I was about to, like my mouth was about to just get me thrown in jail. And I, I re- do you remember this, Chisa? Kind of. Now I'm trying to. And I remember looking <laughs> on your face. Try, try not to. Try not we'll to. hear what I'm saying. <laughs> and I remember it. So you remember when um, the exes, the ex-husbands used to get mad at us because they could never beat us in cranium? <laughs> and so I remember the look on your face because I was, you knew I was getting ready to go off and you were just looking at me, shaking your head like, don't just right. don't say it. <laughs> so I was fuming. And, and yeah. I remember I had this moment and I was like, wow. It's 2028. It might have been the end of 2027 or something like that. And um, I was like, "This, I'm sitting up here and I'm a woman. And this other woman is sitting up here telling me that I'm an unfit mother because I don't have a quote unquote traditional job. And I just, and that was like a moment where it was just really like, nothing really has changed. Like, I really had this moment where it was just like, oh, I see nothing really has changed. Like I have been living in this other world. Like I created my world, but to everybody but, else. Yeah. And, and, and that's what I kind of meant though. Like when you are, cause, and that's why I say you're rarity because most people are born and raised by the system. You know what mm. I'm saying? And so when you are consistently told from a child, like you're educated for labor. And so when you're consistently brought up that way, you know, to finally be like, yo, you know, I'm gonna live my own life. Like, of course, a person in a position of power um, is gonna look at you and be like, you're unfit because you just won't get your stuff together. And and that's and that's why I say like, it's very, it's very, it was, it's very arduous for black intellect, especially because not only are you othered because of your blackness, but now you're othered because you're smart. And then people are not used used to seeing that intelligence inside of a black body, despite the fact that we have always been smart. We just been waiting for the rest of the world to catch up. You know what I'm saying? So it, I think it's very, it's, it's, I've lived a lot of, a lot of my life, the hardest lesson that I've had to learn. And it, it, I've had multiple mentors tell me this, which has basically been like, you have to accept that the world does not think like you. Cause I assumed, I was like, well, if I can think of this, everybody can think of this. Like, I'm pretty sure systemic perspectives is not new. Like everyone thinks like this, right? But I kept hitting brick walls. Cause I just kept assuming that everybody else thought the way that I did. And so then, maybe and it, it'll help if you. What was your major? Can you tell everybody what your major was? 
Oh, I hopped around majors. So I started off. <laughs> I started off in uh, what was it? Oh, I started off in business, and then I was like, nah. And then I went to philosophy, and then I was like, nah. And then I was in so- so- sociology, and then I was like, nah. And then I went to psychology, and then I was like, nah. And I was like, maybe I should double major in that. And then I was like, nah, bro, you sound like anthropology, your stuff. Uh, and then out of the four subfields of, of of anthropology, I gravitated the closest to cultural anthropology. Mm-hmm. So that's his long answer. I messed up. I went to college and tried to find myself and all I got was more yeah. answers and more questions. No, but I like your, yeah. I mean, because one, I don't know if I've ever met anyone else who has done cultural anthropology. Two, I think it's from what I've known of you so far, it feels like I've known you forever. It fits for your personality and your interests. <laughs> and I think it's just like really cool because I definitely yeah. would have gone into anthropology, right? But at the same time, nobody ever told me there was any cultural anthropology and I wasn't going to stick around long enough to find out that there was. <laughs> so, I, yeah. Yeah. I, my interest, intellectual interest was primarily just trying to understand people because like I, yeah. as earlier in my life, um, I, I started to go through like a period, I, I started going through depersonalization, but my logic, I was very curious. I was very interested and just loved learning. So I would try to figure out why people would look at the color blue and say it's red. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would just be like, why are y'all or say it's blue? You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, why? <laughs> just like, why ain't it red? <laughs> in 2021, I'm going to be testing. I'm going to be everybody's devil advocate. I ain't going to have no friends. They're going to be like, do you always have to argue everything? I'm going to kick it up a whole lot. Who says it's blue? Who says it's the color? We're arguing. We're not arguing. We're, we're, we're not arguing. Right. But we're, see, I'm going to bring up, so Courtney, you always talk about being a seer. And I think the first step of learning in, into your greatness is being able to perceive that which, you know, most people just assume is just normal, right? I mean, does a fish ever go, I'm swimming in water or do they just go, this is how I live, right? And mm-hmm. so I think that a lot of us just kind of just take life at face value. But there are those of us who are kind of like, Especially for me, it was like growing up and learning about all this black history. And then like and, and that's why like I say I have a respect for Christianity because like there are some people I know that if it wasn't if it wasn't for the grace of God, they would be murderers. But at the same time, because I, I I grew up in a church where like the deacons would they, they had guns, you know what I'm saying? Or they had knives and you'd be like, Why did y'all have butterfly knives when y'all you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, like I also couldn't like for me it was hard to really conceptualize my blackness and Christianity kind of coalescing because it was kinda like from a historical standpoint, it was just kind of like there was a lot of trauma in the black community that stemmed from our integration into the church. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And so a no, lot that stemmed from them being some strong neck, hard headed people <laughs> that don't listen. Stop about to say God ain't got nothing to do with these hard headed. No, no, no. But, but when you so have you have you guys seen the Underground? Have you seen that show? Mm-mm. Okay. So the the Underground is uh uh it's a show that it's a, it's a slavery show, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah. I like that show. There's a, mm-hmm. okay, so there's that moment where the what the the the. The head mistress, or not the mistress, she was the head, uh, like, I don't know what the term is, but, like, it was the Ms. black Anne. woman. The, she was the, not, it was the black woman that was, like, the head slave. Like, she she ran the inside of the house, but then got sent to another, oh, some petty stuff got sent to a whole other plantation, and she ended up trying to kill herself. And mm-hmm. the whole community saved her from suicide, 
and was like, well, we're here for you as a community. Like, you shouldn't have to feel like you're doing this. Like, we're here for you. And then her, her monologue literally is about how dare you condemn me for the very same things that the majority of you all are doing, but do not wish to talk about. And y'all act like that we are all okay with what's going on and we're not. Mm-hmm. And they just kind of said, there's this moment of just looking at her like they, they she's speaking truth. But what can you do? You're black people in an oppressed system and you really don't have any rights. And so, like, for me, that's how I kind of looked a little bit at like the, the church that I grew up in, because it was like, well, you, you you telling me to do as you say, but you're not doing what you what you what you say. Oh, yeah. Listen, you know? the black church, let me tell you about the black church. The black church <laughs> I always say the black church will keep a black woman fat, black, and broke. That's it. Oh, period. wow. Okay. Because they don't empower. We are at they, 45 minutes. And- <laughs> the black church is not doing, the black church is not, that's not God. That's not of God. That's the black church. Mm-hmm. Any church probably for that matter. Oh, I don't go to the church, church though. That's what I'm saying. I can't speak of that. Listen, I don't know, because I don't go, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's a question for people Because we were, we were put in that, but, the, the church was placed upon, because it was like, if you don't be a slave, you need to revere God, because that was a part of the process. Can slavery. I use, I'm going to use, okay, I'm, I'm going to have to borrow that for 2021 for everything. I don't know, because I don't go. I don't know, because I don't pay. I don't know. Like, I'm just out of society. Talk about off the grid. No, because- because if you think about it on that same spectrum, you got to think about Harriet Tubman and how she was so gifted with her head injury. Now, we can she say she was hearing from God. It could have just been another because she had that head injury. But I feel like the way the, the way that the church is so people like the pastors and stuff, they know like they know that God is the connect. But that might not be what they're teaching you the same mm-hmm. way school is. Right. Mm-hmm. Like school knows the the keys to get you to have like wealth and entrepreneurship, et cetera. But that ain't what they teaching you. It's like two different curriculums, two different rule books. And, and that's that how go, I see. But when they go down like, the power church. dynamics, right? Cause I feel like if you have a okay, leader. Let me just jump in here, right? So I hear both sides and Will, as you were explaining how your, you know, your viewpoint of it is in my head, all I'm thinking is I feel that way about all systems. Like I feel like all systems, there's the secret to all systems, but yeah. people have to have some kind of power, whether it's religion or in traditional churches. I mean, not churches, um, um, educational institutions. There's as long as there's like a hierarchy of power, I feel that that dynamic plays out in all things. And so that's why I personally talk about people when they, when you have that moment where you're just like, wait a minute, something's not right. I need to go explore Unfortunately, people don't go into that space that we talked about earlier of that self-actualization where, and I call it matrix jumping. You jump from one structured thing into the next. Instead of like jumping out of one, taking a breath, looking around, saying, okay, wait a minute. But we're so, and again, my opinion, I think we're so conditioned to always feel like we need somebody to lead us that we go from one being led by one thing to looking for somebody else or something, some other institution or structure to lead us as opposed to just like, let me take a breather. And I liken that to, like I once had um, international students come stay with me because you know, like some European countries, students take a leap year from junior high, I mean, from high school to college. Two years travel, figure that shit out before you go and commit to spending this amount of money or a career on something. I don't feel like people do that in their journey of life, right? But well, I, yeah, but some think... people take a sabbatical and they do it. Some people mm-hmm. do. Yeah. You know. But but even even with that perspective, I think 
because okay, and this is me. Okay, so, so this is this is what y'all gonna be like. This is why he was in anthropology. Because like when you look at like power structures of cultures, that the the belief systems reflect that. And in Christian Catholicism, there's a singular power dynamic. Like God is the source of all. But when you look at like some African traditions, like like I have like due to being around Capoeira, I was exposed to Candomblé, which I realized was a masking of Ifa traditions. Um, mm-hmm. Which is a multiple, multiple. You have multiple deities in, within that within that um, belief system, mm-hmm. and so within that traditional African belief system, there are multiple deities who represent multiple symbolizations. Like you got Yemeja, who is like she represents water. Why? Because the where does all life come from? Water, and she's normally represented. Like she's also like I believe has like um, jurisdiction over like you know childbirth and stuff like that too. But like when you hear about the stories of the the mythology. You, that I believe that belief system teaches that power can be found in different places, where as opposed to Christianity and Catholicism is like there is one single source. And when you look okay. at like, but here's okay, and I'm good because I don't want to go too deep in this. But I'm yeah, going to say, bad. in all fairness, however, having been immersed through like romantic relationships, houses, ephod, they got their issues, yeah. right? They do. And so they that do. because it, okay, so in all fairness, they got their shit. Trust me. <laughs> Really well, I, I'm generalizing. So, well, but, see, but that's what I'm saying, and I think that's what happens, unfortunately, in most things is that we generalize and then we form these opinions and um, biases based off of personal experiences, unfortunately, right? right? So I think, and, and, and to kind of like spin off into something else, because I don't want to go too long, maybe we'll go like two more minutes, is what I am looking for, like these conversations, because I think regardless of people are never always going to be on the same page. Right. But I feel, and, and I look forward to one, you mentioned art, us getting back into having a Renaissance again. And I, it may be an art Renaissance. It may, I don't know what kind of Renaissance, but there's always a Renaissance in the process of like death and rebirth. Right. Mm-hmm. But philosophical t- type of talks, where it's not like, not not debates and like an argument, but where any where no one is trying to sway a side or other, but just having space so that people um, can have these different discussions and have these different and share different viewpoints and share different learned experiences, because I think the experience part is also a big factor that has been left out of the growth of our culture right now is that many of us, as you use the word opportunity, haven't had the opportunity or had the support system to take the opportunity to be able to go on their journey and have different experiences. And I always have to say, when I use the word journey, I don't mean physical travel, but that's what it was for me. But for some people, journeying means meeting new people or reading new books or watching different kinds of movies or whatever it may be. so I really look forward to having that because I feel like everything, like the news is so polarized. One is, you know, it's just creating those spaces and opportunities where we can have these different discussions and remaining open-minded about, oh, that was your experience. I respect that because that's your truth. And that's the last thing that I want to say, and then I'll back off is I was talking to someone the other day. I think that's the thing about truth. When people say, speak your truth, truth to me doesn't mean facts, right? It just means that's my truth in that my in, the, in my moment, right? Mm-hmm. So that's all I have to say. Well, I I wanted to be known that as a 
like I'm a very analytical person. So I think a lot of times I come across as very argumentative when it's just like I'm I. I like I'm like if you want to talk about the cosmic perspective of things, I'll talk about the cosmic perspective of things. I, we can go all the way in, and then people later have to ask me like, "What's my perspective?" Because I I I will analyze, but never like it'll be like, "Dude, you never told us how you feel specifically about it." So I never mean to come across as like, because again, I do respect I respect spiritual energy across the board. Like I don't mm-hmm. there's some I don't know about y'all, but I've had moments in my life where I'm like. I don't know what the energy is. I don't know if I should be mixing with it or you know what, just because of that person's energy, I feel like I'm okay in this environment. Like I, so I respect spiritual energy across the board, whether it be Christian, whether it be what, you know what I'm saying? Whatever it may be, because I do believe that that energy exists and it, it and it can affect the physical, but mm-hmm. I just wanted to be known that like, I'm a very analytical person. I, the people I hang around, we talk about anything, everything. Oh, and then, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's never like argumentative for me. It's just like, you know what's under that rock? Okay, well we talking about molecular, we talking about structural, organic. Like what are we talking about? Like what we, so. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Um. Well, we're not sensitive per se, but we are very strong minded. But I've um, I release my need to control. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you if you want to have your opinion, I'm gonna do nothing but respect it. You're and, like effortless. Uh, <laughs> 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 to listen. So. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, but we're not sensitive. That's one thing I can say. We not we aren't sensitive, but we definitely think we're right a lot of times, but I've let that go. So I, I do respect your uh, belief system because at the end of the day, that's all it boils down to. Whatever people believe to be true is true, bottom line. Whatever that may mean, is, that's what you're going to see. That's all you're going to hear. That's all you're going to know is your beliefs, especially when you're set in it. But I'm, oh. I try to be open-minded so that I can learn more and grow because if I just stay like um, unmoved yeah. or yeah, you know, like stagnant or stale, can't grow. If I think that I'm always right, so I I, I uh, value your opinion and what you bring to the table. Girl, your kids would be done evicted you from your own house if you. <laughs> Look, I'm a cosmic yeah. nomad, so. I don't really, I, I'm more so pragmatic in my approach to things, so if I'm, it's not really like I have an opinion, it's more so like, okay, because that's, that's what I get out of conversation, that's why I like cultural anthropology, there's a lot of qualitative information there, and mm-hmm. so when I hear your experiences, it's like, oh, I didn't have that perspective, because that, that's what I walk away from conversations with, with a new perspective, because like, I can't live as you. So I, I really like that you share because as you were telling me, you know, I, I don't take it argumentative of what you're saying or whatever. But um, again, when you get on the phone with certain people or introduce people to different people, you just never know how it's going to w- work out. But I'm glad that you said that you have friends that you can be analytical with because a lot of people are, but they don't have people that they can do that with. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I, I need a tribe because let's look like look me in society as me as a mutant around a normal homo sapiens, nah, it just they don't like me, it don't go well it's, it's normally I say something and I end up dropping, the, I, I, I point out the elephant in the room that everyone else is okay with I'm like, oh okay, y'all go with capitalism, that's great no, I just, I didn't know we were going along with it but it, apparently we are, so it's great, it's cool, I'm here you but know? when the capitalism, it's okay speaking of capitalism, and maybe this is a conversation for the next one, because I always wonder okay, if we're going to talk about black folks and, and not even been black, we're not going and I refuse to use the word melanated, I just can't so but if we were going to talk about like the continent of africa and different um you know marketplaces and, and, and the rise of empires or whatever right i was thinking about it one day and i was like when did capitalism become a bad thing 
and I understand there's like social implications and all of that stuff. But I have a question because maybe that's something we could talk about later on because we're at 54 minutes and 11 seconds. So one, Tusa, I feel like before this, <laughs> this video goes live, you need to figure out somehow to go make some t-shirts that say effortless. <laughs> <laughs> period right <laughs> like just yeah. the black shirt effortless period like I literally thing. see mm -hmm. it and the font mm -hmm. okay I could do that get on fire as soon as I get home <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna order the first one <laughs> and then the other thing oh I wanted to ask y'all about music before we get off so New music. What do you listen to right now, Will? Like, what's in your your on your playlist? Um, my playlist is okay. So I've, I it depends on what I'm doing. If I'm working right out, now, I'm, what is the last song? <laughs> the last. Well, I, when I worked out, I wish I listened to Fela Kuti. Who? Fela. Fela. Oh, you did. Okay. Yeah. So that was your last last thing you listened to during your workout. Yeah. Like okay. all like London scene, like all of his stuff, like uh, Black Man Why They Suffer, like all that stuff is just like I'm I'm very I'm in interested in like very tribal esque music right now. Okay. Chief. Um Okay. Yeah, like I gotta say, okay. So <laughs> why y'all think that's complicated? I'm, I'm, um, like, I'm like, how many songs y'all listen to at one time? <laughs> I feel like it's your mood, right? Do you, like, do you listen to well, music I, based on your mood? I get that, but uh, that no, wasn't my I'm question. Listening. So let me clarify my question for the audience. <laughs> <laughs> what was the last song you listened to? <laughs> I haven't listened to a song in a, lot, a couple of days, honestly. But, yeah. I, so, I okay, so when Courtney talks about being, like, super free and, you know, doing what she likes to do, I'm, like, a balance between that. But also, I realize that some people like to do the same thing every day, which is go to their same job for 40 years, go home, watch TV, and go to sleep. Like, some people are okay with that. I'm not okay with that. I feel like that's too... I've done that before. That's not what I want. But I do still like, like, um, the same things. Like, I like my little patterns and habits. So, I kind of just start with Marvin Sapp, which is a Christian guy. I've been listening to that album forever in the morning. And then when I work out, it's Megan Thee Stallion. So it's like... <laughs> it's, 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 I was like, wait a minute. This has something to do with music. I got a feeling like Cardi B or something was going to be here. No, it's She's Megan right now. It's Megan. So it literally goes from Marvin to Megan. And so like I wake it, up said, first, Marvin and to then Megan. when I work out, Wait a minute. Can we put that on the shirt too? We can, but I don't know if people know who Marvin is. I, everybody know knows the Thirsty is. album. Yeah, I was like, everybody knows that album. out there starting out with the Marvin and ending with You Megan. have to. You <laughs> have to. I respect your playlist because I will say that when, uh, was it Meg and Beyonce did that uh, that remix? Savage remix. Savage. Yeah. I was, yeah. I was like, look, this is the one time <laughs> in my life that I wish I could be uh, you know, just a bad bitch. I just wish <laughs> I had that because the way she came out in this song, I'm like, man, dude, <laughs> I just got a yeah. visual. He was like, I yeah. feel that. <laughs> I see it. I, you know what? But listen, I hear you because I remember when I shaved my head and I used to be at the gym, I would do that flip that like girls do, but I didn't have no hair. But I was feeling myself. I just, it would, it would hit that part where I'm like, you know, and I did it, no hair. But that's, that's the music makes you do it. Because <laughs> what, what she say, what she say, uh, if you don't, if you don't struggle to jump in your jeans, you don't feel my pain. Your I was pain. like, I was like, yeah. I feel, Megan, I feel you. Everybody, <laughs> amen. The church be praised. All right, let's yeah. go. 
Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, so that's what I listen to. Um, <laughs> so it's definitely a fine balance there. So yeah. So what's in the afternoon? <laughs> Between Martin <laughs> and Megan. That's it. I usually don't listen to anything. I just that's just how I start my morning. Marvin. Are you a, are you a run up get done up kind of person? Who me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, who me? I got my answer. I got my answer. I got my answer. You laugh. I got my answer. <laughs> am I am I am I a run up get done up kind of person? Mm-hmm. I just always go oh, go ahead. Do you know what that means? Uh, I mean, if we mean in the same thing, it means what it's saying. <laughs> it's, a, it's a song. It's a, it's a literal song, too. I'm over what? here like, okay, let me get my computer on and Google it so I can make it seem like I ain't as it's, old as I am. <laughs> it's really, uh, it's, 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 okay, what about, uh, it was, yeah, it's, it's just, a, it's, it's one of those songs that when you hear in the club, like, somebody finna start fighting. Or, like, if you ain't, you know what I'm saying? Like, because if you start with God, all, the, all the Christian women that I know, they they will pray like they will they will sing Christian songs, but if they turn on that one song, like especially you playing oh, yeah. Maggie Stallion, it's like mm, she got a knife. Yeah, I have, she got a, okay, I, see, I have my song. Okay, <laughs> I have my song. Definitely. I'm over here quiet because I know that I know my sister, but <laughs> and my kids know you too. They talking about oh yeah, and Courtney likes that song. I was like, what they about to tell me about her? That they but you know, I am not a run up, done up. I've never been like a laying all hands. <laughs> some other shit. No, you. She's like some other stuff. No, you listen to your rap. You listen to more rap than I do. I don't. I mean. Ain't nobody gonna ask oh, me. Oh, so the to... truth come out. Okay. <laughs> no, okay. I mean, no, I, I do. I mean, I like, yeah, but I don't. I, 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 I took it kind of personally with the whole jumping in the jeans thing because I was really no. bitter about that. But what? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what like, I gets put them me? On. I, yeah. Mm-mm. So yeah, I, muddy probably muddy waters was the last song I was listening to. Um, yeah, I think I just kind of like all kinds of music. But yeah, I, I listen to rap. I listen to everything. But I ain't listen. Mama and Tupac. Oh. My yeah. mother loves Tupac. Yeah. More than I realize. More than you love Tupac, huh? I am not a Tupac fan. I never have been. <laughs> she, she's like, I don't like it. I said so it. Say the question for me. <laughs> wow. It's I like I was always did. afraid. Last year, or maybe it was earlier this year, I finally got the courage and felt confident enough to say I didn't like India. I read. India Irie's music. That's oh yeah, that's fair. Oh, see, well, of course you would say that, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how I feel about Jill Scott. Uh, uh, wow, really? Y'all can come for me if you want to. I'm so sick of y'all. <laughs> Listen, I'm so sick of the girl that's a little bit heavier than everybody always. I'm K. I, I wake up. I'm breathing my air into your nostrils because you're the king. I, I, I'm going to clip your toenails while you still sleep. Um. But, but that was, I feel like that was earlier in her career. Though, that right? is the most, I interrupt this message to say that is the most <laughs> open mic you're going to ever get from my sister. Seriously, I'd be like, just because she's a little bigger and she just really got big boobs. She ain't even that big. And wow. then why she got to sing like she that? All skinny girls don't sing like girl that. Club. Yes, All do. the skinny girls, no, they Erica don't feel Badu. the same. It Erica don't feel Badu. the same. No, Erica Badu said my dress ain't cost nothing but $7. <laughs> so I made it fly. <laughs> she is <laughs> because I'm clever. She's talking about herself. Okay. She ain't talking about breathing no air into no man. 
<laughs> I feel like I feel like towards her her, her like I feel like Jill towards no her later because I didn't, I'm not a Jill, I'm not a Jill Scott fan like hardcore, but I think towards her 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 later work was it became more about her, whereas her earlier work was always trying to find that guy. Or trying, to oh, find... trying to find him, but keep him in a level that's so low energy, vibration, all of that low. She, I mean, she. I mean, it's just I'm low. Like, you are a music critic. I'm. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. So Everybody know that. So, do you think that that was the record company? Do you think that that was the record company thing, and that's what she had to do to get out there because they. It, but the, it's fair question. Or did she write her music? Now we got to go find out if she wrote her own music. But everybody but got so a right to sing, say no, but, but if you, you want to make start, that money. Once you start singing it and singing it like that where you feel it, you're going to start believing that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to start believing well, yeah. that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'd rather just stick to my ratchet hip-hop mm-hmm. that made me feel like he said, like, I'm bad. I'd rather just <laughs> go that route. I'd rather, feel, I, I'd rather go that route if I got to do something. <laughs> you effortless. She was like, I'm looking for that effortless. <laughs> I love the look. I will cut I will cut somebody. I, will cut somebody. <laughs> I can't. I'm not breathing you because you look like you. <laughs> no. Uh. Don't, and then do y'all watch the videos? <laughs> Who? Yeah. Even yeah. her role in no. Why Did I Get Married. I mean, I've seen the video. Her role in Why Did I Get Married. Everybody else got divorced. They were just like, you're not treating me right, Troy. I'm leaving. Blah, blah, blah. But Jill Scott was like, are you sure? But did, she, did she leave him? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She, she did. After, no, no, no. He, remember he made her get on a bus and he, he flew or something with her best friend? Well, I feel and like that so, friend group what? is trash because I feel like any friend group that is okay, like, I, I, I feel like I hang out with people <laughs> where it's like, Hey, Will, we need to talk to you. We've been noticing some some habits that you've been having. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a friend group. That friend group is like, girl, we'll beat you there. Like, that's not a... I feel like that was... She was had low self-esteem, and then I feel like she should have leveled up at some point in that movie. Like, she, she should have left the man and the friends, because all right, of them were but born. she didn't. And well, it was so sad. It was just sad. And none of the other women in that movie who were slender um, had that kind of heartache when they decided to leave. Problem. Who wrote that movie? Because he always trying to set us back. Tyler <laughs> did. He I, like it's it's kind of like he reminds me of like black exploitation film. I cannot believe Tyler, Tyler Perry. Perry's name and Marvin Sapp in uh, yeah, on the my end. podcast. <laughs> 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 I'm just playing, but Tyler Perry do be setting black on the back, especially with that last movie. Because that last movie made me feel. Courtney, you know what I'm talking about? What is it? Alchemy, alchemy, or something? Oh, yeah, uh, Acrimony. 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 Yeah, that one. Shush. I, I associated yeah. years ago. I was like, bro, I don't know where you're going with this, but I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so to wrap up, what, okay, what's your favorite movie? Come back to me. Let me think about it. Uh, <laughs> favorite? What's our favorite movie? She, we, it's around the okay, I mean, <laughs> so, I mean, okay, my favorite movie. Uh, it's a hard because okay, it's it's a tie between Undercover Brother because that <laughs> that really impacted my life, y'all. Y'all don't know, like I I made an email after that movie. Um, <laughs> uh, Undercover wow. Brother. Um, I really did like the 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 Spider Man movie, the the one with Miles Morales in it. 
Um, the black, the black one. The black one. The black yeah, of course. What are we talking about? Talk oh, about okay. Uh, I, I, I mean, well, you could have started with that. You could have led with the black, black Spider Man. Okay. Well, I, I, I already was trying to get away from race, but I wanted to be respectful. Okay, but since we're we're, we're saying, yeah, the black Spider Man went. Um, that was no. Because um, I was like, when he jumped off that building, that that, that scene hit me. It was just like you just got to take a leap of faith, and I was like, y'all, I don't, I don't watch these movies. I don't need you to teach me about my life. Um. <laughs> so yeah, I think those are the I think those are the ones that pop up right now. Yeah, undercover brother, because I, th- I think I think I had to accept that I am that guy. I am that black guy. Uh, yeah, and then Miles Morales is that that yeah. And I don't think y'all have seen um the other movies because I I like Red Cliff. That was a great movie. Um, but that's an that's an Eastern film. I don't think people watch subtitles like I do. I've never. Oh, yes, we do. I know you're right, but go ahead. I'm gonna let I'm you. I'm talking about the audience. First, he was intellectuals. <laughs> now he can't even read subtitles. <laughs> don't say what the people saying. <laughs> well, okay, because if you listen to Mandarin, you can tell the difference. Like I, I know when they BS in Mandarin or Cantonese. I'm like, okay, like that's not what they said. But all right, I'll go with it. Um, um yeah. So, uh, I have actually yeah. never seen. So was it Soul Brother, Undercover Brother? Never saw. Mm. Never, I have never mm. seen that one, so mm. I can't relate. And I don't really necessarily have a favorite movie. I used to, but thank God for growth. And now, <laughs> really, well, wait, I'm now really. Oh, uh, she know. She wait, know what it is. Wait, 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 okay, okay, I know, I, I, can you make this an inclusive space? <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, my Jody, my Jody, my. Oh my God! Oh. My God. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that explains so much, though. It really does. It really does. You see, you see why you need to watch what your kids watch. But I wasn't a kid. You just need to watch what people watch. <laughs> no, I had a friend like you back home. But I think people don't understand how many times how I know my ex husband every day. VHS when he was coming home from Vegas. It was inside wow. of a convenience store, and he bought me the VHS. I was so happy. I just knew he loved me. Who did you identify with in that movie? All of it. I loved it. All of it. <laughs> but now I identify with the mama. I, it, it was. I just. I'm trying to like y'all don't come in here with this. I'm yeah, just trying to be in my backyard. With my greens, my collards. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's it. Don't come. <laughs> yeah. Everybody. But th- you know what? That's so funny because that makes me think of, I remember, because we grew up in Arizona, in Phoenix, right? Where the movie <laughs> Waiting to Exhale was shot. <laughs> I yeah, mean, how Stella, Excel. not Waiting, but yeah. um, Stella, mm-hmm. Waiting to Exhale, yeah. And so, but we were, it, we were young in I high school when it came out. We we identified with it, but I remember being at that club on 24th Street in Camelback, Char- um, not Charles, um, I can't think of the name of it right now. And I remember a guy walking up to me, telling me he was married, <laughs> but his wife was dying of cancer. And I just had this moment where I was like, I have turned into the cast. I'm, me and my girlfriend, I was like, we have become the cast. The the you gotta watch it. When Troy, when he got that leather suit on and they up in Scottsdale, girl, <laughs> yeah, like right. That was the club. It was the one. I can't uh, shit with the name. Oh my but, god, yeah, that, that whole area. Bad. But uh, yeah, I don't right. have a favorite movie. Whew. Yeah. Anymore, I think my all time my just absolute favorite. <laughs> I'm so I'm gonna go way left here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Breakfast at Tiffany's. <laughs> like if I had to just. <laughs> 
I mean, if I was, yeah, if I had to be locked in a room and somebody was, was like, you have to watch this movie over and over and over again. Oh, that's it different. That's a, okay, see, if I had to be locked in a room with a movie, it'd be It Man. It'd be what? It Man. Really? It-Man? Really? Yeah, IP Man. IP? Uh, with, with, with Jackie Chan? The karate. Jackie? Wow. Whoa, with- that's racist. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, not again. Like my kids. I can't make one mistake. And make two. Two. <laughs> no, on my Netflix, it's, it is Jet Li. No, well, is the oh. he's the protagonist of that movie. Um, okay. It's about it's about it's about a Bruce Lee's <laughs> teacher. When's your birthday in October? No, you close though. Oh, September. You're Leo. I'm a Virgo. Oh, Virgo. No, he's a mama. Huh? Mm-hmm. But yeah, oh. I said a mama. Oh. And a nana. It's funny. Mm-hmm. A that, lot that, of that, subjects. Mind. Well, he was reminding me of my <laughs> oldest. He was reminding me of number one. That's all I was like. I know. Well, mm-hmm. really? Oh, he's more outgoing. Um, oh, wow. But number one, I always want to have, you know, these conversations. First of all, what I'm not going to do is try to generalize us because we are leaders and we are just inquisitive about the, the mundane practices of the world. That is all. No, no my number one is a Libra. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Who's your number one? I'm all confused. You got a number one and a number two? I'm talking about my children, yeah. not my friends. Wow! Oh, I'm not talking about partners. About my children. Yeah, you 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 got them all over the gamut over there. One, two, and three. But okay. So, any last words you want to add? Best era of music: seventies, eighties, nineties. Or currently, oh, God. I like wow. '70s music that is currently being repackaged in the current time frame. Wow, <laughs> I like. Um... Okay, hmm. that's a tough one. '90s. <laughs> I love like her. I love like her. meeting in my bedroom. I was trying to really think about it. Like, what would I really? I, I guess '90s. Like if I had to just put on, so if I was cleaning and I just needed a playlist, yeah. Them Club Rio can, days, them Club Rio days. So you right now, like the two, what we're currently in, it's cool and stuff, but like it, it's a lot to put on like all day repeat loud in your house. You know? Hey, what's Club Rio? Is that Brazilian? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, oh, it was just a team club out here that I used to go to. But is it a Brazilian spot? No, yeah, my mama just, had to go. Um, hip hop. Okay. It was just hip hop. No. Okay. It was like in the era of Maybe like that nineties music where everybody was trying to dress and be like uh, Aaliyah. Okay. <laughs> no, because I, when I first started going out, I was in Brazilian clubs, so I was I samba and st- well, mm-hmm. I'm from St. Louis. Oh. Well, okay, because I started. <laughs> well, this that's what had happened. See, what happened was I started when I did Capoeira, I would go out to the like the Brazilian like Latino clubs, right? But then me and my homies, we would always go to Illinois, like on the on the east side, and where like the Mississippi River separates. That's we would go to the trap clubs because the trap clubs was like the eyes. That's a twenty four hour. That's a twenty four hour club, 
and that was next to Pops, which is a 24-hour bar, and then that was next to us. So we just ended up going to, like, I just would leave home at 7 p.m. on a Saturday night and get home at, like, 8 a.m. Sunday morning. Wow. That's a lot. How old were you? How did you end up in Brazil? Uh, I mean, I started going to close before I turned 21 because I, I looked older. I was always, I, I presented, I was interpreted more mature than my age. So I started going out before I turned 21. Wait, you asked him how did he end up in Brazil? Oh, because of Capoeira. It gave me this. Mm-hmm. I started playing video games. I got introduced to Eddie Gordo, who's the Capoeira dude. Started doing Capoeira. Started learning a little bit of Portuguese, and then when I finally went to college, um, one of my my master at the time, he knew a woman in Brazil that also did circus and try and connected us. And so when I went to Brazil, um, I, I literally got on. I I made people mad because I went to the provost and was like, I, I'm just trying to get my life together, and they won't let me go to Brazil because they ain't got a program. And the provost went to the the office, the international office. And was like, we have to help this black child. Like he's trying to. So, but it was it was whack though because like the the school didn't want to create an affiliate program with the because I wanted to stay for a year. I was trying to live in Brazil. I was trying not to come back to America. Um, mm. but they were like, we can only do this month program. So I went, and then I was stupid because like I should have skipped class. I was so focused on my grade that I didn't like skip class or nothing. But I got lost in the favela, and that was the best part. <laughs> Sounds like you lived a full life. That's good. You mm-hmm. make good choices. Mm-hmm. Um, no, because if I would have made a good choice, I would have got back on that plane. I would have stayed in Brazil. Yeah, but a lot of people don't do that. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of people don't even think enough to get that done. I, I, I see what you're doing. I see, I, and I appreciate the support. I just, <laughs> I just, I just always look back and go, what would Brazilian me have been? Because, like, like, I mean, I'm a fun time. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've, I've, I somebody, <laughs> somebody no, told me I'm, I'm I had an anchor baby. supporting you. I'm literally not supporting you, and you don't want to. No, you should not have done that. You, you, you had your experience, and it was. You don't. I'm not supporting you. Like that's really dope. Like I'm serious. Like some people never do anything. Yeah. Well, I'm actually mad that I didn't stay in college and long enough to come up with that idea to go begging and pulling out my black card. (laughs) The dopest thing was when I was in Brazil, and somebody asked me. They were like, "Are you African or Brazilian?" That was the dopest moment. You was like, "Oh my and gosh!" I, I was like, "Yeah, I'm American." I, he, he I wasn't have to come back to America. Was the, that was the best moment. That was the best. <laughs> just, just, and it was a black man too. So it was just kind of like, it was, uh, you know, it was just the fact that it was like, you only see me for who I am. I felt like Mulan when she was looking in that mirror and she was like, "When would they see me for who I am inside?" Like that's how I felt in that moment. <laughs> I was like, Thank you Why so do much, I picture but... you like in a bar with like rain coming down in the back, I and, you, and the music, everybody else dancing, but so y'all just I. like making that moment? Oh no! When I was in Brazil, I turned up. Like I went to a bar. Like my class. See, I'm always low key, and and I'm the dude that you never imagines like people. Because I, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a lone wolf at times. But then when I go out and you see me start to dance, you be like, who is this person? And oh so when God, I was in Brazil, that be hyping up your dance. I'm the whole party, but because me and my squad I back see. home, are you my... saved the last dance over there? No, I don't say no. I'm. Got oh, wait, 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 wait. Tisa, remind you, who does he sound like? You know, this sounds like mama. Like when she talks about her. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm just like he talks. <laughs> Will she be talking about 
She was like, oh, the party yeah, don't yeah. start until she walked into the bed. You know, like, you know how to dance. Cause like my squad, my fam, like my real fam, like they um. <laughs> It's me, my homie Jessica. She also she speaks Spanish, and she knew she know bachata, cumbia. Like she she know she was on the captain of her dance team in college. My homie Jelani, he he uh that's my bro. Like he know break dancing and stuff like that. <laughs> I, 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 he came I, with a crew, right? right. He right. She would twerk on the pole, but the pole was imaginary, and you would just be like, "How oh. did you? How did you wow. summon forth that pole?" And just wow. so we were anytime we. It was always wow. we start the party. Like people would <laughs> you guys are such a you sound like a nineties uh teen movie, but but see, so here's the thing. Don't listen to us right now because we can't dance. So we hate it. We are literally we hating. Dance. I keep trying to I know. I was like, he really isn't gonna talk to us. Know how to know dance. Yet that we don't uh, okay, so. Okay, so right. So that's like usually the topic of our conversation for like the last a hundred years is us somehow always talking about why didn't we get that gene? I mean, we really kind of have an idea why we didn't if get we, that if gene. If we ever meet up. Because <laughs> I would not be on this call right now. I we would be on the call. No, we can zoom <laughs> this. Come on. If, I want to see what if you we got. Ever meet up. If we ever meet up. No, okay, well, we can zoom this. Okay, that because it is, okay, COVID. But, yes, but, we can, girl. No, we we talking a lot of stuff. I got to see this action. Oh, I, I, I got my, girl, if you go to my page, uh, you see me, um, if you go to my, yeah, you go to my article, I posted one of my, um, a couple of the videos because there's this dude here um, really cool dude. Um, I, he I, he does break dance or he does like uh, urban dance, and so like and it's cool because I'm learning urban dance from um, this uh, Asian kid. Uh, his <laughs> name is so it really it's, it's really cool. <laughs> it's really cool. So it's me, Hexy. I'm a multicultural person, so that's that's just how my life is. So yeah, if you go to my page, you can see me doing like some some choreograph choreography. Mm. I gotta see okay. this because people be talking. You know, I don't know. He really, I just want to know. I just want to know. I don't know. So, like, dancing to me is, uh, it's it's almost like, it is, it's art, right? Like, um, it's music and movement, it's art, it falls under that category. But sometimes when I be seeing people dancing like the Jabberwockies, I be ready to trip them because, listen, they not really doing nothing. They moving their feet real fast and their hands. And everybody's like, oh, they stop, they lean, they come back. I be like, that's not nothing. But that's isolations. That's like body isolations are hard. That's like, can you whine? Like, can you whine? No, I, I can't do nothing. I literally okay. got a box. So a I, can't, I can attempt body, but I can't want Like, that's that's hard. Like, because that's a lot he, of hip isolations for he me. He is such a dancer. You are such a dancer. Well, the I fact mean, that you, the fact that you can bring some light to Jabberwock like that with a name. <laughs> look, look, look. I, I'm just, we, we, you know, we wanted the Renaissance era to happen, but you re- you got to realize that the Renaissance is inside of us. You know what I'm saying? Maybe like, so that's it's us. That's what I was thinking. Let me quickly learn how to dance. It's us. Y'all been waiting. The Messiah is <laughs> We gonna start. We gonna start. Can, me. Samba's not that hard. Y'all can get Samba. Y'all can get Samba. Wait, how are we gonna go from wait? How are we gonna go from sexy and um what is that people used to always say? Grown and sexy to calling people queens and you just look for Messiah <laughs> sisters. Let, let them dream. No, they you see, I'm nah, quiet. I was like, uh-uh. You don't need to hold up the I'm wall. You know holding up the wall in this space. That's not no, how seriously. we do. Seriously, that ain't what we're doing. I'm not holding up the wall, but I'm not participating. Y- y'all know my motto is walk the talk. <laughs> I ain't talking because I'm not. not <laughs> this I is the revolution. This is the revolution. The revolution started, started at the dance hall. Where, where, why do you there think you they, they let us get together on Sundays? Because when we got together on Sundays, we would dance, and then we would be like, yeah. okay, y'all, yeah, 
Oh, Monday night at 9 p.m. we run it. Exactly. And Courtney just saw that documentary about how they celebrate through dance in New Orleans. Let's get it. Let's oh, get it, you didn't make content. You ain't even know. Look at your research. I see you, Courtney. I see you. <laughs> She's out there trying to figure it out. Courtney gonna bring in the new year with them feet. She gonna call me laughing. Where'd she go? She quiet? <laughs> no. <laughs> Courtney, Courtney sound like that white woman that always stro- she be against the wall and she stroke her hair behind her ear like I don't know what you're talking no, about. No, I did. No, he doesn't. So how can we set this up for him, right, without this taking up another hour? You don't understand. Like, my talking about dancing is, like, about at least 25% of the conversation. And that, that mind, like, the other part is, like, kids and shit, right? So we have this thing about, like, how I dance, but he, see, because he's a dancer. It's, like, the difference between a person who can sing and a person um, who can. I'm going to. I'm going to read the transcript. Um, I believe she said something earlier that if you say it enough times, you'll believe it. And I hear I, I hear the trauma you internalize, but I'm here to help you through it. I'm here to... She really do sound scared, huh? One thing I've learned, though, when I be trying to dance, so, okay, so when people who can dance dance, like, they make it look effortless. So sometimes when I'm trying to look all smooth, I'm really not moving a lot because I'm, I need to, like, really move. That's why people be out of breath. That's why they be in shape. Because you really gotta like move your body. Oh yeah, that's why I trained. That's, that's why I did everything I did. I I was a warrior for the dance hall. That's 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 literally what it was. Like, cause I would go religion. and I would start doing. Get I would start a doing religion. Well, but, okay, but but, but, but you okay, know, like, you said, I wasn't a warrior for Jesus, but for the dancers. Well, but, but think of it like this, though. Think of it like this, like. Okay, just like when, okay, like when you think about tribal stuff, like the warriors are the ones who could turn up. Why? Because you train it all day to go die, and you never know what, what your tomorrow is. So when you have that celebration, you finna turn up on on, on the. Ain't nobody thinking about all that. Look, you're begging, buddy. Yada 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 yada. Okay, that's not I, that song I said. Hey, down. Okay. Uh, crazy, crazy. Hey, uh, 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 uh. Wait, oh, wait. We found his. Um, I know why you sit down on that down one. On so that like, in the circle. The way that I dance is I have to feel it. Like that's because look, look. For, so if you we talk about artistry, artistry for me is about self-expression because a lot of my life was always being in environments where I had to like fit into a mold that I didn't really fit into. And so my dancing is always about like look what I. It's, it's kind of like look what I can do because. I, again, I was like a gymnast for a bit, a martial artist, a, a circus performer, like, you know what I'm saying, a dancer. I mean, I grew up in a choir. Like, so I have all these different art. So, so what are you so, saying? So for me, Megan, if it- I can't feel, because I, I started learning how to do arts in church. And so for me, if I can't emotionally connect to the music at the, look, that song, look, it's hot, body is great, right? But that doesn't, that, it doesn't invoke anything in like if, i mean i could do my own little two-step to that but like it wouldn't invoke no me to get up right so like when i heard what, what was that uh savage like the beat and even the lyrics in that i'm like oh okay like so i can start i can i can in, like it invokes a response in me like if i've been at bars and like taylor swift will come on and and people and then people will walk up and be like are you okay are you too drunk or something no i just don't dance to taylor swift like what like i'm good just you know what i'm saying so that's just how i dance like I, it's very, I'm learning how to shift to the other side because the first step is freestyle. And that's where I live. I live in freestyling. But chore- choreography is a lot more. So let me Wait, give my you phone's going to die. So I got to go. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to give you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll t- okay. 
Okay. I was just about to call you out and warn him. I was like, you know, my if sister will laugh dance. at you. If this world ever opens back up and we all go to clubbing go to my page. and you don't show up. Oh, I'm going to laugh. And, and <laughs> okay, look, I, I, I started my party. He's going to laugh. I started my party before He's gonna love, laugh. So if you, if you want to go out, if you want to go hard, we go listen, hard. So. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you, everybody. L- listen, it is. I, I gotta, gotta go. Okay, talk to y'all later. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> okay, Willie, you still there? She, I see her little, her little green dot. Thank you so much. That was an hour and twenty six minutes and nine seconds of talking, and it was all over the place. I don't know what's <laughs> gonna happen after I hit this button that says finish recording. It may publish live. I don't know. But I really appreciate chatting with the both of you, and I think I we can do this again open sometime. Open to it and available. I feel like you can get a couple of episodes just out of this one too. But I'm down. I think so, but that would, I, but that would mean that I would have I'll to say some more. I respect that. I respect that. You know, effortless is inspiring you to be effortless in your recordings. I, I respect that. Well, if I have to put it on hold so she can go over there and make these t-shirts for us. Oh, so she's going to make the t-shirts so that when we go out, we can dance with those t-shirts and say, okay, I see you, you're manifesting the, the turn up. Well, I mean, even if we get we get to the Zoom, we can all have our all effortless right. shirt on. We're going to dance. We're going to dance. All right. Thank you so much. That was our cue. What no, was it wasn't me. The computer. Yeah. Oh, it must, oh, that was her hanging up. All right. So thank you. I will talk to you later and then I'll Bye. send you the link. Grand 2021. <laughs> Bye.